Wisdom understands the fear of the Lord. Take out wisdom, no fear of the Lord. Wisdom understands righteousness and justice. Wisdom enters and penetrates the heart. Wisdom is so tied to the soul, to the heart of our lives. You take wisdom out, you're missing out. Wisdom causes your soul to be pleasant. With wisdom, discretion watches over you. Wisdom guards us. Wisdom protects us. Take out wisdom, lose discretion. Hi, and welcome back to Live in the Light. I'm your host, Craig Turnbull, and with me in studio is our teacher, Pastor Robbie Simons. We're so thankful that you have joined us here today. We're thankful for many reasons. Thankful that you've tuned in and listening and and being challenged by these messages. We're also very thankful for the many ways that you have supported us, either financially or prayerfully, or even just with notes of encouragement. We just want to say thank you to you for your support. If you'd like to get more information about Live in the Light, make sure you visit our website at liveinthelight.ca. That's liveinthelight.ca. Or you can phone us up at 1-844-22-LIGHT. That's 1-844-22-L-I-G-H-T. All right, well, today is an exciting day at Live in the Light because we're starting a brand new series. And Robbie, what's the series about and where are we going? It's called, Craig, The Worth of Wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. I wonder if you know, listener, I wonder if you know, loved one, how much God has to talk and say about the value and the power of wisdom in your life. Let me ask you, have you thought about wisdom recently? Is this something you think about on a regular basis? Is this something you could articulate biblically as to why God cares that you and I live with wisdom on a daily basis? Well, that's what this series is going to answer. It's going to help you and I fully appreciate the worth and the value found within wisdom. Here's one of the opportunities within a series like this. God's going to show you how his wisdom saves us from so much unnecessary pain, heartache, and misery. That's what wisdom does. It leads us on the path to God. So listen up, get ready. God has a word for you today for sure. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's get right away to the text. We're in Proverbs 3 and beginning in this great series, The Worth of Wisdom. Here now is Pastor Robbie. Hey, why don't you grab a Bible and uh, open it to the book of Proverbs, specifically uh, Proverbs chapter 3. That's where we are today as we begin a new series going through different aspects and passages within the book of Proverbs. I am very Expecting and excited for the series, and I pray by the end of this message, you will be with me as well. So welcome then to this series, which is called uh, The Worth of Wisdom. Welcome to The Worth of Wisdom. This sermon series is specifically designed to extract spiritual gold from the book of Proverbs. We are seeking to mine spiritual gold from the book of Proverbs. And in my opinion, this series will be one of the more important series that you will hear. Why do I believe that to be so? Because it's difficult, listen carefully, it's difficult to assign the appropriate value to the life that lives with biblical wisdom. What I'm trying to say is it's hard to exaggerate the worth of biblical wisdom within our lives. 
wisdom as God is going to go out of his way over and over and over again. God is going to show us, and I pray it's going to overwhelm us, of how much he cares about his wisdom being seen in our lives. This is what God has said, and this is what we must then take in. So we're not going for the material treasure in this series. We're cracking open this treasure chest of wisdom, and my prayer is we will see and assign the proper value that wisdom can hold within our lives, and it will transform us and change us. So we have before us, we're all holding, in a sense, with our Bibles, a treasure chest, and we're going to open it but hopefully it's not kind of creaky because you open it a lot, so it's nice and smooth. But, but anyways, you open it and you discover, this is incredible. Look at what God wants to impart to me. Look what God wants to do in my life. It's all here before me. It only comes from Him. I want my life to be changed by it. This is the worth and the value of wisdom. So let me just give a sample from God's Word of how much God's Word says and assigns to the blessing of wisdom and the value of wisdom. So I'm going to take all these truths just from Proverbs 2 and Proverbs 3, not including our passage today. So all of these truths relate to wisdom just come from two chapters, excluding our text today. Here are the blessings and the value of wisdom. Uh, First of all, wisdom understands the fear of the Lord. Uh, That's a big deal. Take out wisdom, no fear of the Lord. Wisdom understands righteousness and justice. That's also a big deal. Chapter 2, verse 9. Wisdom enters and penetrates the heart. Wisdom is so tied to the soul, to the heart of our lives. You take wisdom out, you're missing out. Wisdom causes your soul to be pleasant. That's pretty powerful. Chapter 2, verse 10. With wisdom, discretion watches over you. Wisdom guards us. Wisdom protects us. Take out wisdom, lose discretion. With wisdom, understanding guards you. Again, protects us. Sets us on a path that God chooses to bless. Wisdom delivers you from evil. Chapter 2, verse 12. Wisdom delivers you from lustful evil. It's wisdom that causes us to avoid. You know how much the Bible has to say about lust? I mean, we're going to find that out within this series. This is a huge deal. You take out wisdom, you fall to lust. You put in wisdom, you understand the appropriate dangers. You go in another direction. Here's from Proverbs 2 and 3. Wisdom causes you to walk in the way of good. Yes, I want that. Wisdom causes you to keep paths of righteousness. Chapter 2, verse 20. Wisdom leads you to favor and good success. Chapter 3, verse 4. Favor and good success. Wisdom. Wisdom leads to favor in the sight of God and man. This is one of my favorite prayer requests for my children. Even though God's favor and his sight and of man. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom does this. Wisdom makes your paths straight. Wisdom heals your flesh. That is awesome. We're going to see today that wisdom brings long life, riches, and honor. The totality of wisdom's blessing is is quite remarkable. And in some sense, it heals your flesh. Listen, it refreshes your bones. See, it's more than just making smart decisions. This This is a way of life that changes Literally how you feel at times because it's God's spirit working through you. Wisdom eliminates fear. Chapter 3, verse 24. Wisdom causes you to sleep well. All in favor? Hey, listen, the Bible tells us. It's not my words, it's God's word. Wisdom causes us to rest well, to sleep well, because we're knowing we're in line with what the Lord has for us. And therefore, it's amazing how the stress and anxiety and the fear goes away because we have the peace of God that is upon us. We'll see that in our text today as well. Wisdom does not fear evil. Amen. Wisdom trusts the Lord. Of course it does. And wisdom invites the blessing and honor 
of God, chapter 3, verses 34 and 35. So that's a sample the Bible says about wisdom. Uh, Yes, please, sign me up. Sign me up for wisdom if this is the reality of what wisdom brings. And I hope already you're looking at wisdom maybe from a slightly different angle and you're starting to be convinced too. So let me just say right off the bat, I have an agenda in this series. And the agenda is this, is to utterly convince you by God's word as to the worth of wisdom. And why? And why? Well, we just went over that, but I want to bury you in the worth of wisdom. I want to consume you with the worth of wisdom. I want to pour on you what the Bible says about wisdom and it's worth so much that in the end, it's like a a parent tickling a child. The child says, stop, I can't can't take it anymore. I kind of want you to be that way to say, it's so much, I can't take it anymore. I get it, I get it. That That would be answered prayer in my regard of what we're about to do within the book of Proverbs. And why is your pastor so obsessed with wisdom? Well, here's, the, here's really the heart of this all because, listen, my heart for you, wisdom wisdom will save you from so much unnecessary pain, heartache, and misery. That's what wisdom does. And my heart for myself, for my wife, for you, for this church, my heart for you is that you will not have to go unnecessarily through pain, heartache, and misery because you will be seeking to live a life of wisdom because wisdom invites us to blessing, honor, and life. But if we're going to do this, we must build our lives on the principle and the worth of the value of wisdom. This, I mean, this is true. Too many forfeit wisdom for the sake of foolishness. We're going to learn today that foolishness, it doesn't give anything to us. So in the name of Jesus Christ, my prayers right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, foolishness ceases and wisdom begins for so many. Wisdom is a top five principle of, of my life. It's one of the top five biblical principles I think about more than any other. And the reason for that is the reasons we're going to see within this series as well. I'm praying it will be the same for you as well. See, what we see here in the book of Proverbs, and I'm going on about this because I'm trying to just, I want to be convinced you by God's word. God cares so much about his wisdom in us. He cares so much about his wisdom being seen in us. Therefore, we must care to the same degree as he cares for what he wants to see in us. So within this series, we're going to look at wisdom for a bunch of different people. We're going to look at wisdom for the irreverent, wisdom for the money-hungry, wisdom for the loose-lipped, wisdom for the lazy, wisdom for the proud, wisdom for the envious, wisdom for the lust-filled, and so on and so on. I believe it's going to be great. But today we get started with an introduction as to the worth of wisdom. So before we do that, I want to I wanna pray for our time. Lord, we are about to enter into a mine of spiritual gold. And I pray, Lord, we would extract much. I pray by your Holy Spirit, as wisdom only comes from you truly, that you would impart to us and you would find hearts that are asking greatly and being convinced of how valuable wisdom really is. Today we learn it in our text, Lord, that wisdom is more profitable than gold. Help us to believe that's true, and help us to live as such. So God, we cry out from the beginning, please, O Lord, would you grant wisdom. Holy Spirit of God, teach us now, convince us. The starting point is believing your words are true over the lives of this world. So I pray, Lord, that is happening in men and women and children. I pray, oh God, how great it would be. This church will be different as we walk in the way of wisdom. It will. It will transform our lives and transform other lives around us. And so I pray there would be such a sense of humility in us. We'd be so teachable. 
so hungry and so wanting to learn to say that we need your wisdom, O God. May it truly be as valuable to us as it is to you. I pray this now for this series, excited for the weeks to come. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. All right, Proverbs chapter three, verse 13. Check it out. Proverbs 3, verse 13. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her, that's wisdom, is better than gain from silver. And her profit, wisdom's profit, is better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her, and those who hold her fast are called blessed. That's our text for today, and I want verse 13 to serve as an introduction to where we're going today. So take a look at verse 13 again. It says this, A blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. Notice that verse 13 is operating as a beatitude of sorts. Reminds us of Matthew chapter 5. Notice the familiar phrase, blessed, which literally in the Hebrew carries the meaning of happy, meaning uh, fulfilled, meaning satisfied. Blessed, happy, fulfilled, satisfied, uh, joy being found are the ones who find wisdom, who gain understanding. So loved ones, right from the start, I implore you to wake up and smell the wisdom. And here's the truth of wisdom right from the start. It's this, ready? Wisdom loves wisdom. If I were you, I'd write that down. Get it somewhere on your heart. Wisdom loves wisdom. The person who is wise loves the truth about wisdom. If you are wise right now, as you hear the introduction to this series, you're starting to get fired up in your spirit because the wisdom within you knows that wisdom is right and you need more wisdom. Wisdom loves wisdom. The Holy Spirit's not trying to trick us right now. The Holy Spirit is telling us straight up in God's word that the wisdom-filled life is the blessed life. With wisdom comes honor and favor and blessing from God without question. Right there in verse 13, blessed or happy is the one who finds wisdom. Blessed or happy is the one who gets understanding. God right now is exhorting all of us towards wisdom. Towards wisdom. He wants us to get wisdom. Because wisdom loves wisdom. So this is a great time that you have the opportunity to turn to your neighbor and you can say, it's time to wise up. There you go. Go ahead. Have some fun. Have some fun. It's time to wise up. Time to wise up, Eric. Time to wise up. Wise up. Wise up. It's time to wise up. Amen. You guys always have so much fun with those things, which I love. Look now. Look now, though, as we get started, you look, at, look at Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5. Here's what the Bible says about wisdom. I just want, I'm trying to overwhelm you with how much the Bible talks. Proverbs 4, my Bible doesn't have to turn a page. To look. Proverbs 4, verse 5, check this out. Get wisdom, verse 5, chapter 4, verse 5. Get wisdom, get insight. Do not forget, do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her wisdom, and she will keep you. Love wisdom, and she will guard you. I love verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom! <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that so great? Not my words, God's word. I feel like something I would write down. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. See, the wise person loves wisdom. The person who is wise wants to be wise. 
The person who is wise values wisdom. So the very beginning of wisdom is, you gotta get it. You gotta get it. And whatever you get, notice verse seven, whatever you get, get insight. So the Holy Spirit through Solomon right here is saying, listen, whatever you get in life, whatever you're gonna do, man, go for the jackpot. It's called wisdom. More than money, more than advancement in career, more than relationships in this world. If you get wisdom, you have value in your life. Again, wisdom is this, get wisdom. Whatever you get, whatever you get. Get insight. Notice in verse eight, prize her highly, she will exalt you. I mean, do you believe that? Because God does. She will honor you if you embrace her wisdom. She will place on your head a graceful garland. I mean, this is incredible what God says about wisdom. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. Again, I'm trying to overwhelm you with how much the Bible explains as to the worth of wisdom. So let's get back to our text today. And here's the question we're specifically answering today. Why is wisdom worth so much? We've answered that in many ways already. We're going to answer that specifically from verses 14 to 18 now. Why is wisdom worth so much? I have five answers on the board today. And the first answer is going to be this, because of the profit it yields. Wisdom is worth so much because of the profit that it yields. It yields a profit that can't be compared with anything else. Look at verse 14. Verse 14 of chapter three. For the gain from her wisdom is better than gain from silver, and her profit is better than gold. Now, at times throughout Proverbs, wisdom is personified as a woman, as as is the case right here. Now, the reason for this could be many, but certainly one of them is Proverbs, for the most part, is written in the context of a father teaching his son. The father is exhorting his son, a young man, towards the principles of wisdom. So Proverbs is directed at young men, of course, not exclusively, but certainly with purpose within our context. So the idea of wisdom being personified as a woman would speak then to the relationship that is to take place between a young man or any person and wisdom. So every young man, the father, every young man will anticipate a lifelong relationship with a woman. But the wise young man, as the father's instructing the son here, a wise young man will also anticipate and desire a lifelong relationship with wisdom. And in this case, we can call her woman wisdom. And what the Bible's telling us right now, there is no true wisdom apart from biblical wisdom, woman wisdom, which is God-given wisdom. So this becomes brilliant Holy Spirit authorship taking the context of a father instructing a son and saying, son, in the same way that you passionately desire to find a wife in your youth and to embrace her with your life, in the same way, pursue wisdom and embrace her as well in the same way with as much affection and passion that it may go well with you. Because as you embrace your wife, that is good. But as you embrace the relationship with wisdom as well, that is also very, very good and will find blessing in greater ways to even impact the relationships you have on this earth. Son, embrace wisdom in the same way that you would embrace uh, your wife. So this past weekend, I had the chance of going away with, with my wife. And we were celebrating a, a couple of things. Uh, one was a 10 years uh, here at Harvest Oakville. And just the chance, it made a big deal to me to stop and to recognize the grace of God at certain times. And we were given the opportunity to do that. Just her and I going away was 
it was really special to me for sure. And um, no offense, kids, but it's just, it was just so nice to be just undivided attention from my wife. I love it. I just, I crave it. it. It's so great. And we're also celebrating the fact that I was, I was starting to get old. I turned 40 last weekend. And so I'm, I'm getting older now, whatever. I'll stop. You know, no, 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 I don't do any of that. I don't do that. Don't do that. But we just, we had the chance to get away and, 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 and to be together. And the reason I bring this up is we were at this place where we had a chance to do a lot of walking. And I found myself as we're walking, and again, when there were no kids and, and around, and I had a chance to be with my wife, and I found my arms around her a lot. I just had my arms around her a lot. I was walking with her and seeing these kind of neat places, and my, my, my hand was holding my wife's hand a lot. And then, and then we walk again, and I, I put my arm around, just, I'm just like, wow, I'm just I'm really embracing my wife a lot. And why, why am I embracing my wife a lot? Because I love her. Because I love her. I love being with her. I love holding her. She's God's gift to me. And in those moments, you see so clearly just how special and precious she is. When you love someone, you embrace them. When you love someone, you embrace them. This is the context of Proverbs. When you love wisdom in the same way. See, in some ways, I should have uh, my wife in my right hand and wisdom in my left, you know? Right? In some ways, that's what the Bible is saying right here. In the same way you embrace the wife of your youth whom you love, you embrace wisdom. And wouldn't you know it, as you embrace wisdom, it causes you to love your wife even more because you start to hear from God and see from God and know from God the path from God, for the peace of God, for the blessing of God in your life. Wisdom affects everything, everything. But this is the context that God wants us to see within his word. If you love wisdom, you embrace wisdom. You embrace it. You love her, as the Bible says. Back to our text, verse 14, notice, for the gain from her is better than gain from silver, and her profit is better than gold. Now, now, when I read verse 14, this is one of these verses where I say, child, did you just hear what God said? Did you just hear what God said? Child, are you listening? Like, like did you take at face value what God just said in verse 14? I mean, God said that wisdom is better gain than silver. And wisdom is more profitable than gold. Did, did, did you hear that? Are you reading the same Bible that I'm reading? Because if that is true, and it is, that's a big deal. When you understand that wisdom is more profitable or more valuable than silver and gold, it changes who you are, what you do, and what you desire to be in this life. It changes your life. Because it has your value system turned upside down from what the world says your value system should be. But God says so clearly, wisdom is of greater value than silver and gold. The Bible is telling us as clear as day, your bank account of wisdom is worth infinitely more than your bank account of money. Question, how much is in your wisdom account? We spend a lot of time thinking about our earthly finances. We spend a lot of time. How much time do we spend thinking about spiritual wisdom? See right here, see right here. No, no, notice this. Notice what the Bible's doing right here. Right here, wisdom is either found or lost. Right here, you choose to operate on what God says or what you think is right in this world. Do you believe God is right? Do you believe that wisdom is of more value than silver? Or gold. See, because wisdom loves wisdom. Why is wisdom worth so much? Because it yields more profit than gold. Now, the first point, first answer goes in with the second answer. So I want to get to the second point. Why is wisdom worth so much? Number two, here's the second answer. Because it's precious in nature. It is precious in nature. Look at verse 15. 
She is more, wisdom is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. So why are silver, gold, and jewels so precious? Why are they worth so much? It's because they're so difficult to extract from the earth. There's a reason that dirt isn't worth a whole lot. And there's a reason that jewels or gold or silver are worth so much. For instance, you could go and buy a bag of dirt, 20 pounds, in fact, of topsoil, nice dirt. For 10 bucks, I'm nice, five bucks if you get a good deal. Five bucks for 20 pounds of nice dirt. 20 pounds of gold will cost you today $370,000. $370,000, 20 pounds of gold, five bucks for 20 pounds of nice dirt, right? Now listen, listen. Consider then the worth and the pursuit of wisdom. Wisdom is not just difficult to find. Wisdom is impossible for us to mine or find on our own. Wisdom only comes from God. And that's what makes it that much more precious. But let's go back to the gold example for a second because our world is obsessed with gold as a representation of money or value or worth. Uh, let's take uh, in history, um, the California gold rush. I like history sometimes in this way. It's really neat to learn about different things. I studied a little bit this week. The California gold rush took place from 1848 to 1855. And think about it, in this day and age, over 300,000 people rushed to this gold scene in the hopes of becoming rich. The city of San Francisco exists today because of the California gold rush. People were sailing in from all over the world, risking their lives and often dying at sea in the pursuit of gold and the desire for gold. In fact, it was amazing that people on the eastern shore of the United States traveling across the U.S., I guess, would take too long. They found it easier to get in a ship and to sail all the way down the Atlantic to the bottom of the tip of South America and then back up the other side all the way up to the shores of California, 33,000 kilometers at sea, taking over eight months and often dying and losing their lives in the attempt to find gold. Now, as believers, here's our challenge. As believers in Jesus Christ, forget the gold rush. We need a wisdom rush. We need a wisdom rush. Why? Because it's worth more. It's just flat out. Can you imagine if we attempted to find wisdom in the same way that we attempt to find gold? But the difference between searching for gold and finding wisdom is gold comes from the earth, but wisdom, again, only comes from God. And that's why wisdom is worth more. Because when you get something from God, it's more precious than anything that has been made here on the earth. Listen, one is not born wise. Wisdom truly only comes from God. True wisdom is born of God. That is precisely why then too, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 9 verse 10, next week. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Nothing equates with the wisdom of God. But listen, God is willing to hand out wisdom. Amazing, amazing. Reminds us of the story of King Solomon who wrote most of Proverbs, not all of it, but most of it. And God says to Solomon, ask what I shall give you. And in wisdom, Solomon asks for wisdom. And then God then responds and says, wisdom and knowledge, listen, listen, are granted to you. See, God is the giver of wisdom. In James chapter one, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously. God is the only one who can hand out wisdom. So stick with me then. That's why a true wisdom rush is really a God rush. 
The closer you are to God, the more you love God, the more you depend on God, the more you connect with God, the more you glean from God, the more you're built in the word of God, then the more wisdom naturally flows into your life. Because a wisdom rush is a God rush. God is the one who holds wisdom. That's why devotional time is so critical. That's why church is so critical. Just think of what you're hearing right now. If you don't attend church today, you're missing out. You're missing out. You're not hearing what God says about wisdom to understand how valuable wisdom is. That's why small group is so critical to reinforce the things that God wants us to know and see. God is the giver of wisdom. That's why we love him. That's why we pray to him because we need because we need him. So a water fountain is a wonderful source of, of refreshment. God is the only source for wisdom. If you don't drink from a water fountain, you dry up pretty quick. If you don't drink from the fountain of the Lord, then you dumb up pretty quick. You do. Because to drink from God's fountain is to drink in wisdom. You're listening to Live in the Light with Robbie Simons. If you'd like to hear this message again or the rest of the messages from this series, you can find these resources and more on our website at liveinthelight.ca. I'm Craig Turnbull, and on behalf of Robbie Simons, we invite you to join us again next time on Live in the Light.